Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in your relationships, from childhood and conditioning you received growing up, to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I am a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced the majority of the issues that I address in this show. On today's guest episode, I welcome the delightful Petia Kalabova Burns. Petia is an abundance and light activation coach and helps women to experience magnetism. She helps empower visionaries on a path to their fullest expression. On this episode, her and I dive deep into the concept of really allowing your true self, your true essence, your unique light to shine, to be expressed into this world just as it was meant to, so you can, can experience the highest level of love, relationships, success, abundance, and joy possible. So take a listen and enjoy. Hello, Petia. Welcome to the Women Awaken podcast. I am so excited to be here with me today. Thank you. You're like the happy ending of my week. Like normally Aww. I work on Fridays, but I, I was so excited to talk to you today. So you're like the happy Aww. ending of my day and my week. <laughs> Thank you so much for being open to, to meeting with me on Fridays. Sometimes it's fun to do things on Fridays because you're like, it's the weekend almost. We And it feels more relaxed. And sometimes I like recording on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so funny, you know, like I remember when I used to be in corporate, like I was literally living for a weekend, like couldn't like wait to shut the door. And once you own your own business, you're like, and especially when you're pregnant, I was like, I don't know what date it is. I don't know what date it is. I don't know what's happening. I just know that usually like I cleared three, four days off. So yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to just change it up, spice it up. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Once you shift into that more autonomous experience of you, not only do you get to set your own schedule, but, and you know, this sort of leads into your work is when you become a business owner with a business that you truly believe in and love and are passionate about you you do it because you want to do it, but also your, your dream is coming to life. And that's more energizing than when not to knock. Cause I worked for years in corporate and other jobs and there is beauty there. There is love there, but it's not for everybody. And when you're a creative and you want to express yourself, it's incredible to, to take that leap. Petia, you are an abundance and light activation coach. So you help women to experience magnetism. And so to me, I, of course, I want to hear about your work, but when I read this phrase abundance and light activation, I think of people truly allowing their unique light and expression and their unique gifts to come out, to express themselves fully. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like we can overthink and overanalyze who did I came here to be? What is my purpose? And when we can really simplify it and get to the core, you came here to be yourself. That's what makes you really magnetic to the opportunities, to your partners, to your clients. Like you being you 
it's what's going to truly resonate with your people and repel people who are not your people. And that's how it, mm-hmm. I feel meant to work. Because yes. in the past, I lost myself so much with me. I didn't know who I am. I was people pleasing. Mm-hmm. I would just lose myself in a job, in the relationships. And then I was surprised they were treating me the way they were treating me because I didn't know who I am. So when we can come back and truly activate that light within us, the abundance comes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, because we're we're being authentic. I often use the example, Petia, of being a lighthouse. And so many of us, I imagine the women that come to see you, we hide our light, our light, not a light, right? Not like the light of, you know, putting forth other ideas, but our unique light. When we hide it, we cannot be found just like a lighthouse. If a lighthouse doesn't turn his light on, no one's going to find it. And everybody is their own unique lighthouse that is meant to attract certain things in this lifetime, meant to be drawn towards certain things, meant to offer a certain light. And that's a big part of Women Waken. Why I started it is because we have created a world where people are so afraid to be able to be their full authentic self, to show their light. They think, well, I, I can't do that. It doesn't, what if it's not acceptable? What if it doesn't lead me to things I want? What if I can't get by in life, right? We're so focused about making a living and surviving when, as you and I know, survival is guaranteed. We're, we're souls, we're spirits, we're energy, right? So when we put our focus on more physical things, like just trying to make ends meet, we're forgetting exactly why we came here, which was to be ourselves, not to make sure that we have a job that's going to pay all the bills. Those things are real, right? However, what if we could do those things by being ourselves, which is what you are doing. Someone who's found their light, found their expression, being the lighthouse, bringing people in who need the services that you have. Absolutely. And I, and I love what you say, like we can pay all of our bills, but we can do it in a path of least resistance. It doesn't have to be struggle. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to mean that we lose ourselves. It doesn't mean that we are going to do all that we think we should do. It means that we will really align with our truth and then we can be richly rewarded. What are your gifts? To be abundantly paid, to be you, it's who you came here to be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we all have that right to be able to or have great abundance just by being ourselves, you know? And again, I think that that's the greatest tragedy for most people is that they not only don't think that they have that to give, but they think that they're not worthy and not good and don't have their own values or val- value. They're not valuable on their own. Yeah. And I feel like you just like really hit it you know because I feel that that's the foundation of completely everything feeling worthy if you're not feeling worthy nothing else will work not your relationships not your health not your opportunities nothing really will work because you don't feel worthy and deserving of that and this is something that I have realized and it's funny like if I would believe in coincidences I would say it's a coincidence but a few years ago I was tanning on our backyard then I was like messaging a couple of clients at the same time you know like of course separate chats but I was messaging them and supporting them what they were going through and then it kind of hit me I was like oh my gosh the root of both of them they were like facing a different challenges one health one relationship you know in business 
And I'm like, the root is really not feeling worthy. If they would feel worthy, they wouldn't let their partner to treat them the way they were treating them. They wouldn't be like so attached to the outcome of their clients if they would feel worthy. So after that, I created like a mini course, Unapologetically Worthy, because I'm like, this is foundation for every single person, especially women. If you can tap into that, those limiting beliefs, rewriting that, creating a new scenarios and really feel worthy of receiving, everything else will be easier because you open yourself up. Yes. Yes. And that's the name of your podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, right? You have a podcast? Yes. 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 And I love that phrase. I was like, yes, yes. Like, un well, unapologetically, so many things, unapologetically you unapologetically abundant, like allowing for us to realize that we are meant to have joy, that we're meant to have everything that we've ever wanted, that we're meant to experience life to the fullest and be our highest possible selves. And I think that we, there's also messages that we do need to play small or apologize for our light and our brightness and our brilliance. Yeah. And, and, I feel like so many, you know, special women are really awakening now and I know you can feel it and you can see it. So many women are not settling anymore. They're not going to stay in relationships and in the jobs. They just don't feel like aligned for them. So many are moving in a different direction. I see it. I notice it so many, especially the last couple of years when we were forced to be with ourselves instead of like going out, going in restaurants, shopping therapy, numbing ourselves. We were locked at home. We we're like, okay, something has to change, and that something is me. So a lot of people, especially women, I feel like started awakening, starting their businesses, and seeing that wow, it's actually so much easier to be me than wearing all of these masks it's so hard you know we think like oh I have to be this person and this person and this person when I walk into this room this room this room and the thing is that you lose yourself in a process it feels heavy and in the end of the day you will feel empty yeah. and if you don't have that energy within you for yourself how do you want to give it to anyone else or to anything else? You can't. Yeah, completely. And I think we're all um, exhausted from putting on, again, the not being our authentic selves, not letting our light shine is, uh, it is exhausting because that's the most natural thing to do. Our natural state, I believe, is to express ourselves fully. If we just relax and surrender to who we are, we're in the flow. Nothing is being held back, but we literally spend our lives trying to hold back our light and everything and trying to fit into these boxes that we don't fit into. It's exhausting and unsustainable. And I believe that's, and a lot of, you know, scientists and medical people will say that that's a lot of what causes illnesses is by constriction because constriction in our emotional body and our spiritual body causes constriction in our physical body, which causes disease. Absolutely. So if we stop doing this, we would be healthier. We would be happier. We would be less tired. We would be more free. We, all the things will change. And just as you said, something is happening right now and it's women particularly because women are, um, you know, I personally believe in the different energies of men and women, the masculine and feminine, and women are that which honor and express life 
We're meant to do that. And men are what support life. They're, they're what help us with our, with the creation, with creating the structures around what we want to create and vision. And right now we're not doing that. We're not at our, we're not both operating our highest level where it's just pure joy and expression. It's suffering. It's holding back. It's being constricted. It's being blocked. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we get to remember that there gets to be a balance of the feminine and masculine energy because we both have both, right? Like I have a feminine and I have a masculine, but is it balanced? Is it healthy? Is it wounded? Yeah. You know, because the way I grew up, I didn't feel safe growing up. I was mentally, physically abused. I went through toxic relationship, anxiety, depression, almost two decades of eating disorder, trying to take my own life. I was living in such a darkness that only way for me to feel safe was step into the masculine being the provider being the protector um later on building my own business because there is this feeling of I know when I do something I will receive something and achieve something Mm -hmm. so I see it in so many women that we are in that masculine energy because we feel like it feels safer than being in our feminine. Just think about it. Like hundreds and thousands of years, we were being punished for being too sexy, too feminine, speak our truth. It still circulates in our veins. It's still yeah. in our DNA. So stepping into the feminine, softening, receiving, nurturing, allowing these things they are natural within us, but they don't feel natural because everything that was happening, the conditioning and how we were taught in schools, they were just teaching us how to be workers and slaves instead of self-expressing and learning gifts that we will use in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, We stepped more into the masculine and that's how I was most of my life up until a few years ago when I was literally, and like you mentioned it, physically burned out. I was burned out. I was tired. I was sick all the time, sick. Like I always had something, you know, fevers and like, I would go, 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 go. I would like accomplish amazing things. And then I would completely shut off. My body would like, stop me. It's like, you're not pushing me anymore. So I had to reevaluate. I had to pass. I had to get slaps in the face from the universe, you know, to say like, hey, you got to pass. You're not listening to me. I'll make you listen. And I had to realize that going back to myself, going back to the sensuality, going back to reconnecting with nature, it's what truly deeply heals. And then now I learned when is the time to go and step into my masculine? Because when we are running business, we get to have a masculine energy. In life, we get to have a masculine energy so we accomplish and finish things. But then when is the time to flow, to be in my feminine, to soften, to receive, to allow? It helped me tremendously in my business. But also, thank goodness that I have learned how to do that, still learning, never-ending journey, with my husband. Because when I met him, I was more in my masculine because I'm like, I'm independent, I'm strong, I don't need anyone, you know? And it wasn't true. Even if we don't need anyone, we can soften into the desire of wanting, like desiring. Like, wouldn't it be fun to have a partner who is fun and loving and supportive and who travels with me? You know, it's it's different vibrations. So 
because I soften up, he was able to stand up in his masculine. Yes. And we need that. We need to be able to be working with each other so that we're not, because if you have one person that's full force masculine, there's no space. And I, you know, I've heard, and we're going to get into how you went from kind of a toxic, unhealthy relationship to your soulmate relationship. But what I've heard from people who meet their soulmate is you feel that collaboration, you feel that symbiotic relationship where one is giving their energy and the other is, you know, they're working together in it rather than, you know, I think my, my most challenging relationships were when I was trying to be, you know, too masculine because I wasn't getting my needs met. And then they were, you know, not feeling like they could be in their masculine and it's challenging, but I agree what you were saying, Petia, is that, I mean, it's been an interesting couple of centuries women have come a long way. It's been beautiful, but I think in a lot of ways it was a fight to, to be in a man's world rather than for, to just be able to step forward to be ourselves. We had to force again, that word force and constrict and all these things that are the opposite of flow of our natural essence. We had to try to force our way in, but the difference is what's happening now is like you said, when we're starting our own businesses based in what more of feminine intuition, feminine power, which is the, it's powerful, but it's also gentle at the same time. It knows its power, but it's not going to exert it or force it on anyone else. Right. It knows that the only way that things actually work is when you just offer it and you allow it to be, and it will become what it's meant to be rather than feel like you have to make things happen. To me, that's when we get too in our masculine to what you're speaking of. I think the masculine is fantastic when we use our feminine intuition, guidance, ideas, and then the feminine masculine comes in to say, okay, well then let's make it happen. Let's get busy. Let's be productive. We can do, but you can't get rid of the being feminine is the being. It's the one that says, where is this even coming from? It's coming from the wisdom and guidance of the universe of higher power of your high, whatever you want to call it. But right now we live in a world that denies that a bit, (laughs) right? It says, we don't have to honor the planet. We don't really have to honor one another. We just have to keep doing and making and producing. And it's killing us. It's killing the planet. It's killing ourselves. We're killing each other. People are committing suicides at higher rates than ever. All these things, it's ridiculous. It's not a way to live. And it's when you have only one uh, energy just running rampant. So what I believe is happening is that the feminine is finally saying, we're going to be come out as feminine. We're going to do things in the feminine way and things are going to start, start shifting. There's going to be resistance because we it's the world is still so masculine and how it operates, but change will happen. I feel like it's, you know, like it's really already happening. And I feel yes. like it's absolutely beautiful to witness how we can start in the feminine energy. And that's what I started to do in my business. I started in my feminine, then I step into my masculine to get things done and tasks done. Mm-hmm. But I end my day in the feminine. Because in the past, even when I learned to invite the feminine and be in it, it was like bits and pieces allowing her like, okay, you can come out for a little bit, but not wait too long. We got to get stuff done. But now I start in my feminine and then I step in my masculine, get things done. And then I go back into my feminine, into allowing, into receiving. And it's that place of knowingness and surrender and intuition that magic really happens. So for me, that really works amazingly these days. Yes. I call it my sacred space. 
that I take every night where it really is kind of like, if you see life as a playground, go out, have fun, enjoy it. You came here to enjoy it. You came here to express yourself fully within it. But at the end of the day, honor what's real. The world itself is not real. It's a, it's a game. It's for fun. What's real is your connection again with the bigger source with life. And if you don't connect with that, then you forget the, the meaning, you forget the purpose behind it. We're not here just to make money or just to be successful or just to achieve. That's a great thing to do when we work collaboratively and joyfully and when we're fully expressing ourselves. But that time at the end of the day to go back to what's true is what's going to keep you aligned in alignment, right? With And then that's what keeps us healthiest because we keep staying true because it can be easy to lose our authentic self, right? to lose our, our own unique expression, our magnetism. If we start deviating too far into what I would call ego or fear, we want to stay aligned with, with love and truth. So Petia, could you, could you tell us a bit, you know, speaking of that, I think what we just spoke of could apply to every sector of life, your work, your relationship with yourself, your romantic relationships and beyond. When we have partners that aren't based in that truth and love, it becomes toxic and unhealthy. Can you share about how you started in that place and were able to find your soul partner? Yeah, I, you know, I love the journey and and I love it because I can now look back, right? Like like Steve Jobs says, you can connect the dots looking forward, but looking backwards. And now I can see clearly what was happening, you know, through my healing. And as I mentioned, like when I was growing up, my stepfather was mentally and physically abusive. And I saw my mother just to be like doing whatever it takes to keep the family together, whether you're suffering or not, like you want to just keep the family together. So the woman that I saw around me, like my mom, my grandma, my aunts, they would just lose themselves in the relationship. They would not pursue, forget it, like pursue any passions or desires, like forget it. That's not happening. Like you are there for the family, you are there for others. So that just let me think that that's how it's supposed to be. And the way I grew up, I was thinking, you know, the stories that we create in our mind that I'm unlovable and that I don't belong. Because if I would, why would my stepfather beat me up? Why would he yell at me? Why would he be rude to my mom? Why would my grandfather be drinking and cheating on my grandma? Like looking at all of these things and scenarios, you know, like I felt responsible because if I would be worthy and lovable, then people around me would treat me with the love. And I'm not saying that I didn't receive any love growing up, but the stories and what I have seen was just not nurturing and was not safe. So then when I ran away from home when I was 18, because my stepfather beat me up, I just grabbed, you know, my backpack. I had like, what would translate to like $5 cash on me and left home. And I was in relationship with a guy for just a couple months. He lived in different city. I moved in with him. And it was the same story, just a different place, different face. He was, you know, physically abusive, mentally abusive, very jealous, very possessive. He was even jealous, like if my family would call me, like, why do you call, like, why do you talk with your mother so long? And all these things. So I didn't know any better. And I was looking for the love that was missing inside of me in men, in friends, in, you know, just 
in other, like outsourcing my worthiness and happiness. And that was since, you know, like I was 18 until I was 28 when, you know, like I divorced when I was 28 because my husband was different colors, similar stories, you know, it's just cheating on me and not appreciating me. But I also saw like how deeply I wasn't appreciating myself, how I didn't have any boundaries, how I would take anything that he would say or do, because that's what I saw in my mother and my grandmother, you know? So whatever he was doing, it made me feel like, oh, if I would be a good wife, he wouldn't cheat on me. If I would be a good wife, he would help me with the household or finances and all these things. So then I I divorced and I decided to be a little bit on my own you know, and I was then in later, like longer relationship. And it was fascinating, because it was better in a sense that I was not mentally, physically abused, I didn't have to financially support him, like I did all of my partners. But it was again, settling, because he didn't want to get married, he didn't want to have kids, Uh, he just want to have fun. We were together for almost five years. And then I find out that he was cheating on me with someone four years so that was like the dropping point of like I would rather be alone than lose myself again I don't want to feel like this ever again and that's when I really started to work on myself like how would I really want to feel like in relationship what do I really want to experience what would I want it to look like how would I want to be treated like I don't have to sacrifice who I am and what I want to be doing to please someone else. It's just not the person for me. So I was, you know, like a few months alone and I literally become the best lover that I had. I started to buy myself flowers, take myself to dinners, take myself to massages, really asking myself like, what would I wear? How would I act? What would I do when I am in loving, loyal, like relationship? And I started to journal about it in from place of not like I need men because I was like, after my breakup, I was like obsessed, like I don't want to be alone and all these things. So I had to release that attachment and I started to journal, like, I'm so happy and grateful now. And I fill out the blank, what I saw in my exes that was missing and also appreciating what did they have? Like one of them was successful entrepreneur. Another one of them was healer, you know, another one was them was giving me massages and making me dinners. So I took the bits and pieces that I loved. And then I said, what was missing? I thanked for it. So then there was like a period of doubt, like, oh my gosh, am I asking too much? Like, is it even possible all of this in one man? And universe sent me a sign via Facebook and a post from a coach that I know locally here. And when I was like thinking about like, oh, maybe I'm like asking too much. Maybe I should just ask less. And the post was like, don't settle. You know, like big, don't settle. And it was saying like, if I would have settled, I would never meet my husband, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I'm not settling. Two weeks later on a mastermind, on a business mastermind, I met my husband. Yeah. So it's really about taking a time to becoming the one that I want in my life, becoming the vibrational match, then not being attached because when we have this attachment energy, the needy energy, no one likes needy people, let's be honest, right? 
So releasing that and being open and trusting. And, you know, we are together now five years and our relationship is so much fun and we grow together. And it's just like every single day we are laughing. Every single day he makes me feel special. He makes me lemon water, brings it to me to the bed and takes our dog to his office so she doesn't wake me up. He kisses my pregnant belly and gives me massages. And it's just like a million other things that he's doing daily. And it's so funny. People, when we met with Christopher, they told me like, oh, enjoy. This is a honeymoon phase. Oh, enjoy. And we like looked at each other. I was like, no we're planning to be like this. We, I don't feel like we had like this honeymoon, let's be crazy about each other stage, like forget the world. Of course, like there is a chemistry, let's be honest, right? At the beginning that like later in the end, I, not the end, like we're planning to keep going, but like it deepens, the feelings deepens. So we are like, no, we will be like this. And his parents, they're together for 39 years. They still hold hands. They still kiss. They travel together. They support each other. So it is possible. You just get to believe that it's possible for you. So that was kind of my story from like toxic relationship to soulmate relationship. But along the journey, I became the soulmate for myself. So I was able to attract the soulmate energy because if I would do everything I have done in the past and lose myself in a relationship, then I wouldn't be able to attract him or like have him around because I wouldn't be me. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Petia, for sharing your story. So honestly and open. I I agree completely. It is possible. It It is. Everybody deserves that and nothing less because it exists. I'll admit, you know, I'm still on my journey to find my person. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I just won't ever get that. When I hear people saying exactly what you're saying, he wakes up every morning to bring me, you know, my favorite drink. And he makes sure to bring me special things or to do this for me or be act like this. And it's like, I've never experienced that. So I don't, it can be hard. It's like a unicorn. You're like, I'd like to think it's out there, but I've never seen one. So yet it's exactly what you said that when we don't honor and treat ourselves well enough, we are not going to be able to accept that because you can't receive something, one that you don't believe in, but one that you're not honoring. We attract that energy by creating it first, right? Like energies attract like energies. So when you start honoring yourself, like the beautiful goddess queen that you are taking yourself out, being kind to yourself, taking care of yourself, taking space for yourself when you need it, then you are radiating and existing in that energy. And then of course, into physicality comes the energy that's always been there, your soulmate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it can feel elusive when we're stuck in these cycles of thinking that we are not deserving or that we don't have the, the ability to have that kind of relationship. And it, you can get stuck at a long time in that cycle of unworthiness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Last month, we have um, launched a program with my husband called Lasting Love, but we did like very privately because I just wanted to see like, will I like doing this? Like, I don't know, like, I'm not like a relationship coach, you know, but my husband mm -hmm. and me were both mentors and coaches. I'm like, let's see if we like it. And we just contacted a couple single of my clients that I knew. I'm like, would you be open to be like in a container and invest in this, you know? 
And they're like, oh my gosh, sign me up. So we had a few women who join us on a lasting laugh. And what you said is exactly it. Like sometimes they feel unworthy, you know, like, am I, uh, am I really a match for the man? Like, will he really like, see me respect me is it even possible I never experienced this before mm-hmm. so we work with them on a lot of like limiting beliefs releasing but also like the ancestral traumas really looking at the past what did they experience what did they see what is really coming up and why you are much more committed to your old stories than the possibilities because that's what is happening when you're committed mm-hmm. to your past and to what you have seen you cannot be creating the new. Yes, absolutely. And I think another powerful practice to have is to let what comes come in and let whatever goes or isn't drawn to. Because I think just what you said, when you first got in a relationship and this is common, we're like, we're grabbing, we're like, I need it. I need it back. I need, if they're gone, then I need to fill that back with energy. You know, I need to fill that back with a different relationship, a different companion. But what that's saying is you're just, if you haven't shifted at all, then you're just getting more of the same energy cheaters and liars and people who are not going to treat you what you're for the value that you're worth. So, and this is what I've started practicing. And I feel that I'm making some progress on my path to finding my person is that I'm not chasing after people anymore. If somebody's not going to make an effort for me, if they're not going to show they're interested, then I let them go in the past. I'd be like, well, it's okay. I'll, I'll ask them if they want to do something. I'll ask them. And, you know, they might say yes, because they think they can get some sex out of it. They can have a companion for a little while at their whim, right? And then I, you get tied in though. That's the tricky thing about love is that your emotions are involved, your most vulnerable emotions, because our, the feelings that come up in romantic relationships re- reveal our deepest, most fears and insecurities because everything's on the line with love, right? Someone either loves and accepts you completely or is going to reject you, right? And so it feels like, oh, if you, if you show me love, then I must be good enough. So you can mm-hmm. get tied into somebody that you have no business being with in terms of someone who deserves you and is treating you right. So you have to make that choice to say, I will, I will not take the bait. I will not make an effort for somebody who has no interest in me fully, because then you miss out on what you have, you know, you miss out on the truth that it's truly for you, because I feel like, you know, like you said, there is a power bigger than ourselves, whether you believe God, source, universe, it doesn't matter what name you want to give it, there is power bigger than we are. So if universe, you know, in my case, I would say universe brings you a person, and you're like, well, this is not bad, like this one, it's not cheating, this one has a job, this one, it's not drinking, you know, you're like, it's good enough. Yeah, it's it's not that, oh my gosh, when, when women say it's not that bad, I'm like, why like why would you say it's not that bad like when you say okay it's not that bad so the universe it's like okay let's give her more of this let's keep her more of this Mm -hmm. but when you say thank you so much this was such a great experience and what I truly desire is you know so you meet people you have experiences and like I said I use them I didn't say that all of my exes are terrible and wrong and whatever with most of them, I'm still in touch, you know, just because we weren't match or because they did something that I would not ever allow now at this point in my life. There were things that they taught me and gave me and enriched my life with. I focus on that. Hence abundance coach, right? I'm focusing on the abundance, mm-hmm. whether what was missing and when was something that I desire more of. I say that, 
you know, and I, and I stated it so clearly, like my partner has to be loyal and faithful and loving and for family and healthy and entrepreneurial. And I knew what is important to me. I could not imagine to be with someone who is nine to five. I can, or someone who is put career Mm -hmm. first because I want someone who will be with me and present to family. And I don't need a nanny, you know, in my man. And I wanted someone who has the same values. So you have to know what your values first are. And then when you meet your partner, you just got to see, do they align? My long-term goals, my short-term goals, if they don't align, thank them and walk away. They're not going to change. I try to change, man. It never works. It never works. Also, honor yourself and them enough to say thank you and something else something yes. better something even better always comes i promise mm-hmm. you become better you attract better yeah and because you're continuing i've heard that you know the universe is like a xerox machine and if you make it very clear what you're trying to create it'll literally just create a copy of what you're thinking but if you're not consistent and you're like i want a man who is loyal and loving and truthful and noble and an entrepreneur blah, blah, blah. but then you know mr good enough comes along you're like oh actually i'll just I'll take a break and do this. The universe is like, then what are you, what are you asking me for then? I'm losing your, you're not continuing your message and it's not going to, but if you keep your path, like keep that North star of like, no, I know that my man exists and I'm going to keep. And again, like people come in little flies and they have a little bit to offer. You're like, nope. Like you said, thank you next. Nope. No, thank you. Next honor yourself enough to not go for breadcrumbs. You know, I heard recently that, you know, women will, be with men who don't offer enough because we're starving. We'll take breadcrumbs because we're starving because the dynamic of dating and all of that has changed a lot. And I think that a lot of times men will, and I'm not trying to men bash, but I think that people in general will do the least amount possible to just have a, a good enough partnership. But if you hold out, you can truly meet. And I also think there's something to say for meeting your soulmate, where if two energies are meant to unite, they will do so, but not if you don't keep following your true north, your true soul's path, that's where soulmates meet is on the soul's path. If you've veered off and gone into the path of ego where you're like, well, this one's nice enough. And they sometimes make me feel pretty good. You've kind of detoured and you have to wait till the next lifetime, but you're an inspiration. Anybody who's met their soulmate in this lifetime is such an inspiration and encouragement because it's, it's rough out there (laughs) as you remember. Thank you. I I do remember. And I also feel like our energy, it's louder than anything else. And when we work on our beliefs, you can believe it's rough. Like at the beginning, I believe like all men cheating, men are not loyal, men don't care, men will leave you, men cannot take strong, independent woman. And that's what I was getting with me, you know, but then when I'm like, it's impossible that there is 8 billion people And there is not one freaking person who aligns with my core values. I don't need 100 men. I want one. So why not? Yeah. And that's the other kind of mantra I have is when if somebody, you know, shows interest, but then they're, you know, like they're, then they're indifferent and they're not consistent. And it's like, that's not my man because my man is going to be so excited to meet me and so excited to be with me that he's not. And you just have to remember that, that it's not, you don't have to win over every single man, just that one man. So keep your focus on that. Let men go again. The ones that don't treat you right. 
what also holds us back is when we take it personal. I know I've spent a lot of time on that where I'm like, why, why didn't they like me? Like they weren't, they were pretty shitty and kind of mean and not very good people, but why didn't they want me, (laughs) you know? And it's ridiculous. So thank you so much for inspiring us to close. Katia, could you share, you help women unlock their divine feminine and their abundant mindset. Do you have a few tips for women on how they can get that started? How can they truly unlock this, this feminine, this true feminine divineness, and how can they begin to have a more abundant mindset? I love that question. And uh, I really feel that it starts with sensuality, owning your sensuality, owning your femininity, like rising in the morning and really making sure that you're treating yourself as the queen and goddess that you are, because the way you treat yourself, you're teaching other people how to treat you. So I wake up in the morning and I, you know, and listen, it can be five minutes, it can be two hours, it really doesn't matter, you know, because sometimes people are like, oh, you don't get it. Like, you know, I still got to go to work and I have like such a busy life. That's okay. Because all it takes, it's really acknowledgement. When you open up your eyes, you just connect with your breath, connect with your body, honor yourself, use some essential oils, take a shower, connect with the different elements, open up the window, connect with the plants you have indoor or outdoor. It's really in bringing the sensuality and awakening the feminine for her to feel safe and expressed. And I love like taking baths or showers in the morning. And then I use oils on like natural oils, you know, on my body. So I feel like I can soften. So that is for like awakening the feminine, for her to feel safe, to feel heard, to feel seen and allowing her to come through, whether you want to dance, whether you want to sing, whether you want to take a shower, whether you want to just breathe and connect with your sensations. It's all about even like, slow eating like you make yourself breakfast and you swallow it in five seconds savor it savor it even if you get to wake up five minutes earlier so that is for the feminine and for the abundance I feel like we truly get to start honoring what ifs without complaining and I don't say like oh you gotta like settle what what is but you get to celebrate what is because it is a stepping stone to the next thing and you cannot complain your way into the richness of your life the holistic abundance it's abundant relationships abundance of health abundance of time and freedom and then money it's cherry on the top it comes because you're celebrating the abundance in your life there is something good can you walk can you talk can you take care of yourself? Can you eat? Like I have a client who she's work like working through autoimmune disease. She cannot even swallow. She cannot eat anything. It's painful for her. We take so many things for granted. So start celebrating the abundance that you already have. And then you can just introduce like, hey, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to have even better car? Wouldn't it be nice to live in a safer environment? Like if you don't like where you're living, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have a man who like tackles me at night? Wouldn't it be nice to have a better clothes that feels aligned with what I'm feeling? But it's not like, oh man, like this really sucks, you know? And then what do you think you will get out of that energy? Nobody's attracted to that energy. So be the energy you want to receive back. And that's how you tap one step at a time into abundance because you suit your nervous system, you soften up, 
into the feminine and you're able to receive. Otherwise, you can't. If you're hard and hustling and, and you know, just like trying to make things happen, like you were saying, forcing, it's not, it's not sustainable and it won't stay. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. So I was taking notes this whole time because I thought of like six different episodes I want to do based on what you were saying. So thank you so much, Petia. Uh, Those are fantastic tips and and mindsets to have and and awareness. It comes down to, because again, feminine, a big part of the feminine is is slowing down and being aware, having mindfulness, right? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And it's about the allowing and being present and slowing down. And sometimes we just can't see it because we are so used to just, oh, this is normal. I'm just doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure when you're going to be launching this, but before our baby girl comes in the end of August, I also created abundance activation calls. There are 30 minutes calls when I help you to see what are your blind spots, where you're really stuck. How can you bring in more abundance in your life? And for me, it doesn't matter if you want to call in the one, if you want to call in more clients, like whatever abundance you want in your life. Sometimes we are so used to doing things a certain way that we don't even realize that there is other way, easier way, you know, I'm not saying better, but it can be easier if somebody else can look. So I can share with you the link for the 30 minutes free call so I can help. Yes. Abundance. Yeah. And I feel like it's so valuable just to slow down mm-hmm. and look and see where we are, take an inventory of your life and choose a game. You can always choose a game. Always, always, every single moment, do it differently. We don't have to keep recreating the same experience. We can have a totally different experience and then we'll finally get a different result. (laughs) Finally, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, Petia, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday when you are, you know, ripe with your baby inside. Just a little more ways to go. Um, Petia, if people want to find you, I'm going to put the link that you mentioned in the show notes, but how can people find you website, Instagram? What's the best way? Yes. I feel like my favorite place. It's really my Instagram, just my unpronounceable name, Petia Klobova. So I know you will put it in a show notes. Um, that's like my favorite place or my podcast. We mentioned unapologetically abundant and on my website, petiaklobova.com, there's everything free gifts and connections and beautiful like alignments to get back into your abundance. Fantastic. Thank Mm. you so much, Petia. Beautiful talking with you. I can't wait to have you back after you have your baby girl and maybe, (laughs) and you can, and you can sit still for longer than we can do a more of a marathon episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.